1: Bits of way through, and, and so, so I'll get you to give all this some context, but because Port Adelaide is now requiring to, to bring those three players in, and, and as we speak, there are no closer, and as we know also too, it's just a brokering position these first few days, these opening days, and it all crescendos on, on Wednesday of next week, but they're, uh, they've got problems with West Coast over the Rioli thing, and my understanding is that West Coast, just to make a point, will be prepared. And we hear this a bit, but I believe this one to be the case that they will be prepared to just uh, let that one play out. And unless they get what they want out of it, they'll just let him walk. Um, yeah. And that, that's where they're at with that. So, again, it's up to Port to do that deal. We, we know that they are now obviously uh, in and have been for some time on Jason Horn Francis and how that looks with North Melbourne. There is nothing um, opening up. The potential of a West Coast uh, getting involved with those other two clubs, Port and North, um, to to potentially alleviate that—that that is not happening at the moment. I'm not saying it cannot be reignited, but there is no traction on any of that at the moment. And the other added problem, and, and it's a good problem from a Port perspective if they get land all these players, is they're now very keen as I, to get Asaba Radagalia away from the Cats. But we know they play as hardball as anyone in the, in the competition right now. And given he's contracted for next year, good luck with that one in isolation of the other two. So what I can tell you today, Sos, and, and, and what I want you to do and, and for our listeners, give it some clarity, please, GWS has entered conversations with North Melbourne over the loosening up of uh, a few things. Obviously, North Melbourne has pick one, that by way of its ladder finish on 2022. GWS has, believe it or not, picks three, 12, 15, 18 and 21. Now, guys, they want GWS. Now wants North Melbourne's pick one, and I believe the Roos are open to that. So, uh, please take us through how that could work and and why that would appeal to to both those footy clubs.
2: Well, um, it really depends on North. North might think they need to get more young talent through the door rather than one. Um, and and the, other, the the other the other thing is, um, depending on what they might get with um, the value of Horn Francis. They might go into the draft having, you know, th- probably three picks inside, possibly twelve if they end up doing some deals. But it's real. It's really interesting that another, another players come into play with with um, with North, particularly for the Port. They're actually got two contracted players wanting to go there to their clubs, yep. and right at the minute, Port have picks eight and really thirty three. They got some back end picks. Yep. Of course, they got their future first. But it's going to be really difficult for them to get two contracted players, let alone tough enough to get one contracted mm. player through but yeah. to have two contracted uh, players through. So I would think that, you know, um, and, we, and we said early in the week about, you know, is it all about picks? We, we spoke about getting a player involved and there's a bit of talk around the town that, you know, ports don't really want to lose a player they're getting the managers and making sure that they're not putting any players up or is West Coast or North Melbourne uh, contacting managers that um, that players belong to certain, uh, port players belong to certain managers. Can they get some interest? And uh, one of those names was uh, Dan Houston. Yep. So, you know, if they've done it to Spotted one. Spotted so. in Melbourne this morning. Spotted yes. in Melbourne yes. this morning. Spotted in Melbourne this morning. Yes. Um, but having said that, it's just really difficult to get contracted players through. I've been the, through that situation and, you know, the the, the player, uh, sorry, the club that has that player that's contracted really holds the weight and, and mm. the weight of power. So, um, yeah, so there's some difficult um, discussions to be had between Port and and North Melbourne and, and Geelong.
1: Yeah, no, because we, we revealed yesterday too that there was consideration being given by Port to, to go to the AFL and, and some traction on that conversation about opening up the rules as they stand. That being the um, inability, as it stands on the rules, to, to trade both your first and second round picks in, in a future draft. Uh, I believe the AFL is open to that being the case, and, and without that being approved, which would be you know an allowance against their own rules for that case, I don't see anything happening with Port Adelaide. They, to me, just do not have any currency. And particularly now, Soss, and your information there, that they obviously are speaking to managers of players at their club about the reluctance to move them out. Um, That's just reflective of what we were hearing yesterday, that they want to keep what they've got, but they want to bring these three players in. And I just don't see how they do it.
2: I don't see how they do it when they've only got the picks they've got. Um, And... No one's
0: going out. Yeah, if no one's going out. And
2: and it it gets back to what we've spoken about early in the week is knowing what the draft is like, the depth of the draft. And, um, you know, that's really important because sometimes you can say, yeah, we're giving you pick eight, but there might be only four to five top end talented kids that you really really rate up that top end and then Mm. it can be quite even. Mm. Now, that's not to say those kids won't become stars in the future, you know, so... But you've got to know what's in the draft.
1: Yeah, and you've uh, speculated that that this draft may not go as deep as as others, and that may be reflective in these conversations. No, because the mechanics of of what is in play now, and it it is in play, it's in discussion, how it plays out, who knows. But North Melbourne with pick one, and as we said before, GWS 3, 12, 15, 18, 21. They're they're the lucrative ones they've got. How does it work and how does it look, and why would North want to engage in that scenario? So
0: it, it looks on the basis of this is a bit more about the future, continuing to grow the list for the next five to ten years. That's what it looks like. They've got an issue, in as we've mentioned, in that 23 to 26-year-old bracket. So to prevent that from you know occurring in the future again, you can sort of build that a bit at the moment. I would think that if North were looking at splitting that pick, it, I would think it's something to likely be three with one of 12, 15 or 18. And then maybe a bit of a swap around some other things that will actually get it done. So you you should end up with two firsts. Yep. North would be saying, well, we want three, 12 and 18. I would imagine. Well, I would think three. they would
1: from the starting point so if you're giving up one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And Matty talked about, you know, how negotiations start yesterday with Geelong, you know, the essence of what they're doing. But that's just negotiation. So the mechanics here is not based on equaling points. That that. Really has nothing to do with it. It's about what both clubs are comfortable with. Yep. North will be trying to maximise whatever they can now. If they feel like they're not getting any leverage with players, they're going to have to go hard on picks. The interesting thing for Port, who do you prioritise? Is it Rioli? Is it Jason Horn Francis? I mean, Rioli's not it, contracted. It has to be Jason Horn Francis. And then Radigalia is contracted. Hmm. The only way I can see the Radigalia one occurring is at the back end when if Geelong happened to get, say, Henry. They're pretty comfortable with now what they've got. It's a bit of a favour to let someone that you really love down there to have another opportunity. You do a, a fourth-round pick. Toss yep. and I have been involved in those ones. You go, didn't really want to lose him, think he's still got something to offer, but if he gets a better opportunity, there's a there's a sense of help in that sense.
2: And it, and it makes sense for North to trade, pick one. Tell me why. Because they're not getting the number one kid in the land.
1: Mm. So then that really, being Will Ashcroft, who yeah, will go yeah. for the one, the so, father son, yeah, exactly right.
0: Yeah. So, um, so if you can wrap your head around that, like if the yeah. supporters can wrap their head around that, saying, "Well, look, we're not likely to get that one," and yeah. he's he's back end of his stuff, Ashcroft has been outstanding, yeah, outstanding. They're absolutely wrapped with him in Brisbane.
1: Yeah. So, so again, just just to keep continuing that theme, just yeah. for for the for the the lay people sauce who who don't totally get their heads around what you're saying there. So. Will Ascroft will be effectively the number one draft pick. Yep. North Melbourne's got number one pick, but the first live pick will be pick two, I suppose, in the, in that context. So, so, so therefore, they haven't got pick one no. to go back to pick that's, three. That,
2: that's so yeah. it's what's pick, what is pick two worth, you know? So pick one always has a premium, yep. you know, and then if it's open, so if you can sort of look at the deal of pick one and go, okay, this is the value of pick one, and we're asking, we're asking for a you know, return for three twelve. Eighteen or three, twelve, twenty-one. You know, and I know they all s- slide back one one spot, so it's four, thirteen, twenty-two. I think it starts to look pretty good for, yeah. from a north perspective. From a north yeah. perspective, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and it might be pick 15s. i I'm not too sure where where they value. I think the big thing what north would be looking at is that if we're training pick one, where where where's the sweet spot in this draft to say this is where we want to be picking mm-hmm. we know you know we might have um you know, 14 kids rated in the top 20 yep. or 18 we're really th- and we've got three picks inside that that particular spot um you know we're, we're pretty confident we'll, we'll get, get those three of we'll those get three, three of it. those yeah. Yeah.
0: The, yeah the other thing Damo, if you if you think of it more broadly if you think of the the strategy unfolding it may not be this year. They might be able to move one of those higher first-round picks into next year, and then trade that out for a player. Yeah. So that the, the the thought process I would imagine would be, well, if we can gather some picks, you might be able to move one of your first-round picks into next year. There might be a player we're tracing next year, Already. not so much yes. this year. So yep. there's a little bit of a longer. That's why I think it's a little bit of a longer lens to look at it this way. Yep. To say, well, if we can stock up now, because they are a bit, they're a bit short on picks. They've got a couple of the compo picks from the IFL and they've traded those out. So if you stock up now and you can move into next year's market, that's not a bad way, way to do it.
1: Yeah. And Sos, does it also suggest to you too that that GWS will have their eye on someone that they don't think will be there even at three on, on their current listing?
2: Yeah. Well, what it, what it's telling you also is they probably don't value the depth in this draft to to, to go up to that level. I mean... I, more, more often than not, I look at those picks and I'd be going, geez, I, I'd be go, happy to go to the draft with picks three, 12, 15, 18, 21, yeah. you yeah. know, I'd be wrapped, yep. but they may be saying, you know what, we're, we're not really happy where this draft's at, so let's, let's make sure we get in, you know, as high as we can. If I was Blair
0: Hartley, I'd be ringing north, trying to get that deal done, I reckon that softens the blow if, Hopper walks out the door, and you've got the number one pick, and get another gun
1: midfielder. Right, so there's an element of that too. Well,
0: yeah, uh, they, Richmond can't have an influence, but yep. with something as high a value as what that is, you get the second best talent in the country coming through.
1: Yep, it's sellable to yeah your people. Yeah, yep.
0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game?